Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 52 of the podcast that was originally recorded on December 10th of 2014. I started off with some news stories where I mentioned Ralph Bear passing away before I start talking about what I'm playing now for the week. And I played Diamonds, Village, Sheriff of Nottingham, Dice Masters, Pathfinder Adventure card game Skull and Shackles. We played the On the Horizon scenario. I also played from Needs for Speed Most Wanted on my Vita, as well as a little card game called Love Letter. I also talked about what I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi, and we are on episode 52. You can send us some emails, whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. Don't forget to drop the G. On Facebook, just do a search for What I'm Playing Now. And we have our Google Plus page, plus.google.com slash the plus sign What I'm Playing Now podcast. And of course, twitch.tv slash What I'm Playing Now, which I will be probably doing shortly after I'm done recording this podcast and then editing it and uploading it to the site. We will be playing some Diablo 2 tonight. Kind of kills me that I'm playing Diablo 2 tonight, considering that I just got my new GTX 970 card in here. Um... And um, I really don't want to play Diablo 2 tonight, I hate to say. I kind of really want to play something new that's that's really going to show what the video card can do. I already checked out um, I already checked out Dragon Age Inquisition, and I can crank everything up to Ultra and actually still get a very good frame rate. I checked out Skyrim, and that game is on extremely ultra-high for everything and running beautifully, so I have to say that the 970 so far is doing its job and is pretty much performing the way I thought it would. And I'm, I'm very excited to actually do some more gaming on the computer here now that I have the upgraded video card installed and ready to go with some of the new games. Can't wait to try The Crew. I've been holding off on trying The Crew as I pick that up as my free game to go along with the video card. So got a couple of things we're going to be playing here shortly, so just keep your eye on the website. Keep following on Twitter, and you can see when I'm going live on Twitch, and we'll be playing some good things here coming up. We're going to jump into a couple of news stories. I'm not going to talk about too many news stories this week, as I want to get into what I'm playing now, and we're probably going to do a shortened episode, kind of like what I did last week. I think that turned out really well, but I just wanted to touch on a couple of news things real quick. Ralph Bear passed away over the weekend. I'm sure if anyone follows this my website or follows video games or anything, they are pretty familiar that he is pretty much the father of video games. He's the one who pretty much invented Pong. He gave Nolan Bushnell, uh, the founder of Atari, some of the ideas for his original Pong game. And there is just um, a lot of history there. And Ralph Bear was one of the... I believe the inventor, actually, of the Odyssey and the Odyssey 2. The Odyssey 2 was my actual first video game console that I had when I was a kid. And after hearing he had passed away this past weekend, I believe he was 92 years old, I was I was, I was was kind of bummed in hearing that, and I kind of wanted to dig out my Odyssey 2 and see if I can still get it hooked up to the TV and see if I can actually still play some of those old games. Uh, I believe my console, though, is somewhere in my parents' basement tucked away in a box, so... I would probably have to go over there to to get it, and I'm not really too sure I want to dig through uh, that just to try that out right now. But um, hopefully soon I'll be able to pull that console out and and see if it still works and, and play some of those old games that I had played some, wow, probably some 30 years ago now. 
because I believe that console was probably out when I was about 12 to 14, I would say. So it's been a little while. Uh, also, over the weekend, we had the Video Game Awards, and Jeff Keighley, I thought, did a spectacular job this year with the Video Game Awards. They were basically streamed live over the internet. There was no affiliation with um, with Spike TV or anything like that, and it was. I think it. I think it really showed in in the content he had put together and just everything that he, that he had pulled together that the award show went off really good. I'm not going to talk too much about that. As much as I did talk about the VGXs last year, I just wanted to mention that, you know, I thought that it was just a really good show. That was on Friday, and then on Saturday you had the PlayStation Experience. I believe Microsoft also had something going on over the weekend. I really didn't hear too much about what they had said, but the PlayStation Experience, I did watch some of that on Saturday. And they just had a lot of information, almost like their own E3 was going on over the weekend, which is which is really crazy for this time of the year. But the more I thought about it, I thought that this was possibly a really good time for Sony to get out there and push a lot of their games going into the holiday season that would be coming out early next year and into next year. Because right now, Sony is keeping their console at $399, and I believe they came out with a new bundle where you can get one of four free games currently for the $399, whereas Microsoft's cut their price down to $349. Some places are even going down to $339 and $329 with some of the deals that you can get for Christmas time coming up here. So, so Microsoft is is selling quite a few consoles, from what it sounds like, in reading some of the different um, tracking services that are, are tracking the console sales. But I, I think Sony had a really good idea by actually putting out this PlayStation experience. One, because it was for the 20th um, anniversary of PlayStation, which was another thing that kind of made me reminisce back in the day. I believe my grandmother had actually purchased me my original PlayStation some 20 years ago as a Christmas present. And I think that was one of the last Christmases she was actually with us. And it was I, I still cherish that console, and I actually still have my PlayStation, my original PlayStation. And it, I think it's one of the best consoles that, that I've ever had. It's probably one of the consoles I've probably played the most as well. Uh, over the years because that thing was just we we just played that thing constantly but i what i was kind of going for here with their playstation experience i think it was a really good idea going into the holiday season here that that sony actually gets out there and says hey here's all the games we're coming out with in the next six to twelve months here's some of the games if you pick up a sony console the playstation 4 you'll be able to play within the next couple of months and they just had a spectacular stellar you know, just show that just showed off everything that is coming out. And I, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. And I hope that they actually do this possibly yearly now. Although I, I'm not really too sure, too sure, too sure if they're going to, because I'm wondering if a lot of this had to do more with the 20th anniversary than anything. But I think it'd be pretty interesting if, if the companies, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Nintendo was really, it seemed like they were very much into the video game awards and it, you were always constantly seeing something from Nintendo or Reggie fils um talking with um you know on on that show so i thought i thought Nintendo was pretty deep in the video game awards because i don't think they actually had their own separate show over the weekend um but it, it'll be interesting to see what the, both Microsoft and Sony do next year so that's about it that's all we're going to talk about for the news and we're going to jump into what i'm playing now 
So last week during board game night, one of the first games we got to play was actually a game that I had picked up and brought to game night, and that was called Diamonds. So this is a trick-taking game. I'm sure if you're a board game player, you've probably heard of this game. It's actually very popular from what it sounds like. A lot of people are liking it. It seems like it's selling out at a lot of different stores. And I'm happy I was able to pick up a copy. I'm happy I was actually able to sit down and play this finally. And we had a blast playing it. So like I said, it's basically a trick-taking game. And you're kind of going for the most points uh, to win the game. But the difference is you're, you're accumulating your points by collecting diamonds. So you'll have one person who leads with a suit. The other people will have to follow suit if they can. If they can't follow suit, they can play a an offsuit card and then actually look on their little chart that they're given and basically take a diamond and it can go either in front of or behind your vault or you can actually steal a diamond from another player and put it in front of your your vault and the game gets really crazy really quickly especially if you can't get the diamonds behind your vault where they're safe and people just will start taking your diamonds from you before you know it you will be out of diamonds and losing the game but I, I think for a trick-taking game there's just a lot of different mechanics and a few different things that are added in here that are different as opposed to hearts or spades or anything like that and I think that's what's making this game so popular and why so many people are liking it I'm really excited to actually teach this game to my wife I haven't had a chance to show it to her yet but I can guarantee that we will be playing this quite a bit over the Christmas holiday so the next game we had played was actually a much much heavier game than than diamonds is than pretty much a lot of the games i played lately and that's called village i would consider village kind of a worker placement game but there's really so much more depth to this game than just a typical worker placement game so each turn starts out with the player taking a cube and then performing a particular action but kind of the trick here is that each action that you perform costs time which you keep which you keep track of on a board that's in front of you and you move this kind of time counter around almost just like a clock i would say and each time you complete a circle around this this clock we'll call it you lose a family member or a worker and there's a lot of different ap actions you can perform in your turn you can recruit another family member you can get them to do various jobs throughout the village you can get them to try to go to church and the whole church concept is really interesting in that when you go to church your your meeple you know your little family member is put within a bag and there's four or five other black counters in there there's black meeples in there and each person has a different colored meeple and at the end of the turn when we're when you're counting up kind of what's going what went on in that round you're you basically pull out so many i think it's like three or two or three um different um you know meeples from the bag we'll say and if you if you're if you had put a family member in there and yours is pulled out you can then enter the church if not you can also spend gold if you have any gold left on your turn to actually pull your character out if not that family member just stays within the bag until they're actually randomly drawn it's a really really crazy interesting mechanic i had never seen anything in a game like that before um but there's just so much there's just a lot of tactical thinking that goes into this there's quite a bit of forward thinking you've got to do 
because there's turns where you're going to want to purchase different items like carts, horses, or oxes, so you can perform other actions in the village and get other types of scoring. And also, death is something that you really want to pay attention to, because depending on when you die, you will go to possibly two different, we'll call them grave sites, one where you really don't get any points, and the other where you actually do. So you really kind of need to pay attention to what you're doing and when you can kind of kill off your people to actually get points rather than just sending them to a normal graveyard where they're not really going to do anything for you. And this is my first time playing the game. I would say probably about three quarters of the way through the game, I almost started getting a headache because I was thinking so damn much. But I really, I had a good time playing the game and I, I'd like to actually play it again. I believe there's actually an expansion for it out. I don't know if it's expansion or if it's like a second a second version. I believe it's called Village Inn. And that was just released, um, I believe, last year in 2013. Um, I'm not really too familiar with that one. I know a couple of the other guys down at the, the game store said that they had wanted to play it, but they had never had a chance to yet. Uh, but I'd be, I'd definitely be willing to give that one a shot because we had a lot of blast playing the village. And if you do get a chance to play this game, give it a, give it a look and see and see what you think about it. The last game we had played for the night was a little bit of a bluffing game called Sheriff of Nottingham. So this is a newer game that has just come out recently, and I have to say it was it was kind of crazy. There were four of us playing, and the object of this game is to basically try to smuggle your goods into a into the city past the sheriff, which basically is another player, and things can just get really crazy really quick. On your turn, uh, the, sh the sheriff basically kind of just sits there and all the other players will basically look at their hand of cards, put cards into their little pouch, and basically put that pouch in front of the sheriff. Once everybody's put their, their cards in front of the sheriff, the sheriff will then basically start looking around the table and figuring out who he's going to want to try to intimidate and try to get to pay him so he doesn't look into their bags. So there's a couple of things that you're trying to do as a player when you're not playing as the sheriff, and you're basically trying to get things into the town, and you want to try to get, I don't want to say as much contraband as you can, but that is kind of the, the one, one way you can go, because the the contraband is the high, is worth the most points in the game. But you, you basically have to state how many items are in your little bag, and you, then you can say the, the rest of it can be a lie. So I can say I have five chickens in the bag, and I can have three chickens, some cheese, and then a piece of contraband in there. And I can sit there and try to haggle with the sheriff and say I'll give you a couple of gold pieces, or maybe next time on your turn, you know what, I'll look the other way, and I won't even search your bag, I'll just give it back to you. So there's there's just a lot of talking and craziness that'll go on during this game as everybody tries to get as much as they can past the sheriff and it's it's really funny because a lot of times when people would say they had five of a particular item in there a lot of times there actually was five of that particular item in there and the people were actually telling the truth and there were a lot of times where you just sat there and you're like there can't be five of this in this bag and you open it up and if you're playing the sheriff and you open up somebody's bag who's actually telling the truth you have to pay them basically the amount that's in the lower right-hand corner of the card, which is normally around a cost of two gold. 
So if they had five items in there, you're giving them ten gold on that on your turn, and you can run out of money pretty quickly in this game if you're not really watching what you're doing and you're taking a few bad guesses at who's lying and who isn't. And that was that was pretty much the fun part of the game. It's we only played we only had a chance to play it one time that night. I would I would definitely give this game another look and another playthrough. I'd actually like to play it a couple more times with different people to see how it goes. I also think this game would be pretty much be fun if you're sitting around the house um, during the holidays and drinking and playing this game. I think everybody can have a whole hell of a lot of fun with that one, too. So that was what we played at Board Game Night. Uh, one of the other things I played actually this past week as well uh, was Dice Masters. We had our organized play last night, and we had a blast. We actually, there were just a couple of us down there. It seems like the past couple of weeks... The group that actually has been playing Dice Masters has been getting smaller. I think it has to do with the holidays, or at least I'm hoping that's what it has to do with. I'm hoping that we this picks back up here and we start getting more people down for the organized play. But we had a couple people down there, so we were just doing theme decks. Me and a couple of guys played um, Avenger decks. We had somebody playing a villain deck, and the villain somehow won for the evening. I'm not too sure how that happened. That's never supposed to happen, but it did last night. But some of the games we had going on, when I was playing the one villain, it was really crazy because both of us were kind of just stalemated in that I had a lot of dice out and a lot of Avengers out that were coming out for free because I had Nick Fury on the board. And we were playing with both AVX as well as Uncanny. And I think I actually had, I'm not too sure how I did it, but I think I had four from four Avengers from Uncanny and four Avengers from Avengers vs. X-Men. And me and the the guy who was playing the villain, we kind of just had a complete stalemate because he had Goblin, Goblin Lord, the uh, Gobby, the Goblin Lord out there, and I had Nick Fury and was able to just throw out, you know, Avengers left and right for free. But neither of us could get ahead. We would, every turn, we would knock some of each other's um, heroes or villains out. The next turn, we would just roll more, and they would just come right back, so neither of us could really find an opening. Finally, I just said hell with it and just went for, like, an all-out attack, which I did at the wrong time, and I just, I actually took a lot of damage trying to get a bunch of his people off the board and then tried to do an all-out attack, and I didn't have enough on the board to be able to completely finish him, so... I had lost that one and was really bummed about that one, but it was still a great game. It was just kind of a struggle that was going back and forth between the heroes and the villains. It was one of the better dice games I've played recently, and I'm, I would definitely like to try try that format again because I think all of us had a really good time playing last night. The other thing we actually I actually played over the weekend. This is a, this is a pretty busy week. So the other thing I played over the weekend, I actually ran my first organized play for Skull and Shackles, the Pathfinder Adventure card game. On the Horizon was the adventure that I ran. Um, there was me and a couple that had that had come down and played, um, Christy and Finley, and we had a great time playing our first adventure that we actually got to record out to the Piazza website. I was really glad that I finally got to kind of run a true event. Um, and while none of us died, we also ran out of time before we actually were able to find the villain and kill him. Well, I will say that I found the villain a couple of times while I was searching through several of the locations, but we weren't able to close all the locations before he kind of got away and went to another location and from finding him a couple of times and adding multiple cards on top of all the decks we just ran out of time and just and just couldn't finish the adventure which we were all kind of bummed about but we had a really good time playing i'm hoping we can get some more people down 
Um, the next time we'll be playing again, I believe, on the 21st is going to be the next Sunday. It's the first and third Sundays that we're playing that down at Recess Games in North Homestead. So I'm really looking forward to running the second one. We will probably be doing the actual true first adventure for organized play. I'm hoping we can possibly get through two scenarios that day so we can start getting a couple of these under our belt and maybe get caught up to where we're where the rest of the people are at um, with the whole season of skull and shackles that's going on for organized play so i'm not too sure if after the first of the year if we're going to go weekly as i don't know if i can accommodate that with my schedule but um like i said i, I would kind of like to get a few more games under my belt so we may have to uh, try to just up the schedule here a little bit more going into 2015 but we'll have to see and i'll have to see what everybody else's schedule is like before we start committing to anything on a weekly basis i kind of like to do it stick with it um the first and third or maybe even the switched over to the second and fourth if if that works better for some people's schedules and we'll just have to talk to everybody down there at the store a couple other games i played besides those um EA had given away a bunch of games over the weekend, and one of the games is Need for Speed Most Wanted, actually on the Vita. I actually downloaded that, and I had played that quite a bit on the PC, and I'm really enjoying it on the Vita. I think it's really good. I've been just screwing around with it. When I lay down in bed before I go to go to sleep the past couple of nights, I've kind of just been playing it for 20, 30 minutes here and there, just knocking off a couple of different races and stuff like that, and kind of enjoying it. I've really been in the mood for a good racer, and since there really isn't one on the PlayStation 4 right now, which really bums me out, I'm kind of just having to play around with some of those smaller, different games that I normally probably wouldn't spend too much time playing. And then, last night, after playing Dice Masters, I was able to play Love Letter real quick. So I picked up Letters to Santa, mainly because I wanted one particular card out of there, and that was the Krampus card. But um, I played Love Letter, and... I've heard, I had heard the guys from Onboard Game talk about Love Letter and a couple other podcasts talking about it and re reading a little bit about it on Board Game Geek, and I really wasn't too sure how a 16-card card game would actually be much fun, but it really is. It actually Love Letter is actually kind of fun, and it's a quick little game that you can really play, pick up and learn really quick and play really quick. Pretty much wherever you you know you can plop down a couple of cards and just start playing. Um, I was really surprised I actually liked it as much as I did. So I couldn't pass up Letters to Santa, which I picked up, and that was about it. That was a whole hell of a lot that I played this past week. I'm really looking forward to going down and playing some more board games tomorrow and then getting into a bunch of board games possibly over the weekend. I want to do some more Pathfinder um, adventure card game probably around the house here this weekend, as well as really break in this 970 video card. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, I have a feeling, is going to get played quite a bit, as well as The Crew. So that's going to be about it for this week's car, uh, card show, for this week's podcast. Um, send us some emails. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if there's anything else you'd like me to see or talk about. What I'm playing now at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. And don't forget to drop the G on Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now on Google Plus. We're at plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, I should be going live here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now probably in about a half hour or so once I get the podcast uploaded to the website. Since this is a shorter podcast, they don't take me as long to edit, and I don't have as many notes to put in there, so it does go a little faster for me. So I'm going to try to do that real quick before playing some Diablo 2 this evening. 
So thanks for listening. I will try to be back next Monday. I'm going to try to get back on a, on my normal Monday schedule again instead of this Wednesday schedule that I've been doing um, because I can see if I don't start early on Wednesday with the podcast, it's going to definitely bleed into Diablo 2 time or whenever I'm playing for my way back Wednesday. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And don't forget, let me know what you're playing now. Have a good week, everybody. Mm-hmm.